0: Hello and welcome to the second episode of Intentionality, where we discuss about purposeful life and work, which is part of life. And today we have Vivek Jairaman, who is a Chief People's Officer at Pitch, which is a fancy way to say that he is the coach for everyone here. Um, welcome. Thank you Satisha. So, um, just to begin with, for our audience, can you tell us about yourself?
1: As you said, that's my name. <laughs> <laughs> I work with people, I mean, lead uh, as a people success officer. And then, uh, I mean, as the title says, my job is to work with people and help them succeed, be it uh, employees or customers. That's my predominant job role here. And I try to aspire as much as I can. Okay, yeah.
0: So, people success officer.
1: What does people success mean? Mm-hmm. Success, as you know, varies between people and people and depending on what they want to achieve, how they want to achieve and where they want to go, so it all varies. So as you know, as a business standpoint, uh, as a team we have to work towards what we want to achieve together and in that, if we lose track of what people want for themselves, we will not be able to move forward. So it's basically taking one by one, making sure that they achieve, then collectively we achieve. Mm. and eventually. We also help our customers achieve, nice.
0: so in that progress, we achieve results. You are a cyclist, In you know, a cyclist, cycling is endurance and anybody who is into endurance is there to help you, in a way, help themselves and help others as well. Right. Um, how did you get into cycling?
1: I started getting into cycling at second standard, I would say, that's when I started uh, learning how to cycle. And right from 7th standard, I got my own cycle and from on then, it's like wherever I want to go, it's always been on my cycle. And uh, after finishing my uh, college graduation, I came searching for job. Then I had to choose public transport because I left my cycle behind. Mm-hmm. And it's been almost 15-16 uh, years. I left cycling behind. Then COVID helped me to uh, gear up again. Mm. And as I said, cycling is not a new thing. The only thing is now I uh, enjoy a little bit more than the usual, so that's what I, interests me. Why do you cycle? Um, initially, when I, I wanted to get out of my home in, during my uh, covid time frame, that's how I get onto cycling, cycling, just want to go somewhere, but mostly police will catch up if you going in the four wheelers and two wheelers, yeah. so, cycles are allowed, <laughs> so I usually wear my cycling gear and then go for as an exercise workout, mm. so go for 10, 15 kilometers outside and come back, and somehow it grew on me, mm. so 15 was not enough, 20 was not enough, so that's how it grew, like that. Mm. so I had some initial challenges like 45,
0: 55, then 100, 100 feet is gone now, so it's, yeah. the, it's the sense of accomplishment, so when you talk about goals, Goals are short-term things that one can achieve. For example, you recently participated in Ride right, London Essex. That is intention. There is the purpose is intentionality, which is their lifelong ahead of us, which is never done. So the purpose behind cycling is that fulfillment. Is that what I am saying? Now if you were to relate cycling to the work that you how would you clap them? You know, are, are they um, as
1: a professional runner, you know uh, as well like what I'm talking about. Let's say when we uh, go for endurance mm-hmm. uh, over a period of time, body gets tired, right. and uh, eventually we want to give up. But mind somehow says, "Why not run another right. kilometer, another right. couple of kilometers?" Right. So it's usually like that. Maybe I'll stop maybe after five kilometers, ten kilometers, and I keep on pushing myself. Right. So that push eventually. Uh, you know, constant uh, thing in mind. So, when we were able, to, able to, give to give up in professional personal life,
0: it's like, why not struggle a little bit more, achieve it rather uh, than give it up? So, it helps. It helps in the profession. Now, when you do cycle, you do it individually, you have full control. But when you work as a people success officer, it's not you, it's about others. Um, how do you take lessons from cycling and uh, implement in people success? there are a couple
1: of things in cycling as well right so either i am i mostly work as a lone wolf so i take my cycle because i operate my own as you said sometimes that is important for me as a person who want to grow but eventually when you want to go long you cannot go alone you have to go together so probably i also work with similar kind of like-minded people where we go together and we, we also learn when to not to give up like when to boost each other when we have to go long So such things which I learn from cycling, eventually I actually implement in my line of work. So that's how I motivate and boost people as well. Is there
0: some scenario that you can cycle? You picked up a lesson from cycling and implement it at the workplace.
1: Um, One example from cycling first, let me tell you that. Let's say say two people are cycling together. One wants to give up. The other person does not say that I will stand here. I'll watch you moving. So you move on. That's not how it works. Mm. I'll come with you let's go together how long, let's see. Mm. If you want to give up, just watch me, or perhaps I'll watch you, we go together. So if somebody wants to give up in their work, it's not that I say that, just give a pat on their back and say, you can do it, and then leave the place, no. I'll sit with you, mm. let's see what we can do together, mm. and then we can move forward. So that the next time the person wants to give up, the person will imagine the experience of, how why not to give up, mm. and that eventually falls in place.
0: Oh, there is some amount of pragmatism there? It's very easy to say I'm going pat them on the back. But it's quite possible that the reason why the person is not able to move ahead at this moment in time. But looking at the other person route, um, that might actually generate inspiration. Yeah. You There was an episode at Ryan and then you face some challenges. Talk to us about it.
1: So it was uh, in the middle, I would say, because it was 160 kilometers over 100 miles. During the 75th, because there was a very good progress, I was leading uh, um, in the top uh, 100, almost, because my timing was quite right. And eventually, when I was shifting the gears, the high gear uh, mechanism got broken, uh, my left side. I was trying to switch gears, it didn't happen, and uh, the gear got stuck in the highest gear, possible gear. So possibly, even if I want to go slow, I will not be able to, because it puts strenuous amount of effort on my thighs Mm -hmm. and my knees so probably i have to stick to riding fast and actually that takes much of my energy as well so eventually i had to stop at 90 kilometer where i can show my cycle to uh, the person who repairs because there is a repair uh, uh, shop set up there so that person investigated and it's, uh, said that if it is a cable i would be able to replace but if it is a mechanism it's broken i cannot repair it now there is no point so he gave me a choice either I can set you on a high gear or I can set you the whatever the gear you want. So I chose the middle one because that's comfortable either on low speeds as well as high speeds. So I stick to that and then whatever I could salvage in the last moment with my energy to complete it, I finished in seven hours class.
0: What is the feeling after finishing?
1: Because I've been practicing this cycling for almost three, three and a half years, this long, long distance cycling. It eventually teaches you things, which means that, anyways, that mindset is already there. I'm not going to give up because I'm already in London, I am there for cycling. Even if I have to run along with my cycle, I'm going to finish it, anyways. Mm -hmm. So, which means that gives you the chance of not thinking outside to give up, but to how to complete it. So, the focus on thinking like what can make me complete this because that's my purpose, why I'm there. Mm -hmm. So, that actually gave me an idea of how to do it, why to do it, etc. So, that helped me finish it.
0: I can see a lot of lessons from there that can be carried over to the workplace. So it's not really aiming high, nor giving up. So whatever is possible at that moment in time. Let's finish it. Yes. The balance. Balance.
1: Because I cannot lose my energy as well as I cannot uh, slow as well. So kind of I have to balance between these.
0: These are like uh, situations where you need to make tough decisions. I'm sure that translates to the workplace as well. So, if you were to help someone develop that mindset as a people success officer, what are the things that you would do to develop that mindset of making toughest decision?
1: Post-Covid as a company, we have started developing, uh, uh, say not developing, but ingraining the kind of mindset that people should take up some kind of physical activity so because as we both have learned that endurance can give wonders uh, about how strength how can you strengthen your mind very well that actually helps our people as well so we ourselves stood as a role model where we drive people there it's not like again as i told you before it's not like you go and do it while i sit in my chair it's not like that right. so i do it if you want you can join me as well or perhaps if you want to do it i'll support you as well so that's how we operate so that kind of helped almost 30% of people have taken up physical sport, uh, I mean, uh, after this, and we are encouraging other people to take it up as well. And I'm sure that next year, uh, uh, at least 70% or 75% of people will pick it up.
0: So what I hear from you is, it is good, there are lessons from uh, the physical activities, but we cannot really do it ourselves and then take that lesson and then implement it for others. Others have to learn their own lessons. Exactly. So instead of uh, me telling them this is what I learned, encourage them to pick up uh, an activity and then let them learn so physical activity generally better nights.
1: exactly so see uh, you take up running i know i can run but i don't want to run because running does not give me that sense of fulfillment that you have so cycling is going on like take example of uh, other uh, uh, employees here with us i mean uh, uh, some of them want to go to gym some of them doesn't want to take strenuous effort but they can walk for a long time they're just going for walking for even two three hours straight so which means whatever gives them a sense of accomplishment and fulfillment in terms of a physical activity, they are doing it mm-hmm. and we are encouraging it. If they certainly need help, I mean, we are there to coach, so that's
0: all it is. So um, you are an agile coach as well, right? Um, how did you get into agile coaching?
1: Um, then I have to rewind the clock 11 years back. <laughs> <laughs> so in 2012 when I was working for a product company. Um, the first thing they said is, tomorrow we are going to change things a little bit. So, we are going to meet up every day morning, 15 minutes, we will gather around, discuss the work just like the construction workers does right, in the morning. Right.
0: <laughs>
1: so they discuss what work we are going to do today and then it gets started. I was just curious where these people copy this from, because most probably if they say something we are going to do tomorrow, it's not innovation, it's, it's copying somewhere, eventually you will know. So, out of curiosity, it started looking up things and I learned that it's called a daily scrum mm-hmm. and it's not 15 minutes. So uh, and 15 minutes, that should be a proper way of doing this, not just discussing uh, 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 today's schedule or agenda. Uh, so that curiosity led me to learn Scrum by myself first and to see how it can first, I have to learn what is it first of all, and then how it can help me uh, put it, I mean help it, my team uh, how to implement it. So that curiosity drove me further to take up uh, CSM certification first uh, with Linkage um, in 2014. So that's where my curiosity level got even further increased, learning more about Scrum. So, getting into communities, breaking my head about further learning how to learn more from this, etc. drove me further to take up the role called Scrum Master. Right after the workshop was over, I I spoke to my manager, got that role done because I want to play that role. I was Mm -hmm. was doing a little bit of work here and there that could uh, translate to the responsibilities of a Scrum Master. So, I want to do a full-time Scrum Master. so I asked him, so he said, let's try it out if it works because in our organization we are still not doing Scrum. So, we started implementing that initially and then it started giving results. Then probably I wanted to learn more about team building, how to uh, implement, I mean, bring more agility into my line of work, etc. And we were part of Play Scrums Community, where we meet once in a month. Then we started working on social projects for social Scrums. There are a lot many other uh, things that we did as a community. And being part of the community actually helped me learn more in terms of what to do. Then apart from fi- finishing my roles and responsibilities as a Scrum Master within a team level, I kind of got bored about what to do next. So that drove me further to uh, adopt coaching, learn, learn more about facilitation, etc. Then I started looking outside of team. Then I saw that there is a Himalayan work that needs to be done in the organization level that more at a team level. So I started getting into more activities at the uh, program, product, organizational levels uh, to work more on the system side and product management side, helping people further to get into that. So in that line, helped me to take up more competencies as a coach. So that's my journey.
0: So one thing that I picked from here is, you know, many a times people talk about, oh, daily stand up That's a bad thing. But Something that might be a starting point, of course, it may be a bad thing at times as well, when you look at it from uh, the perspective of achieving a bigger purpose. Um, You might have heard of, you know, when you go to gym, gym trainer does not make you lift from day one. So you need to start some, uh, maybe basic steps, it could be boring, it could be simple, but that gets you on a path to achieving greater things. So something like daily scrum, which. Uh, evoke curiosity, that led to a lot of learning and then uh, get into a uh, purposeful life, right?
1: Curiosity always stands as a base for learning.
0: Curiosity is not only kids catch, but it is, you know, being of so chapa. <laughs> okay, so now that you talked about, um, you know, profoundly about the path that you took, um, how do you define agility and how do you define coaching?
1: Agility for me at a personal level, if you ask me, uh, ability to adapt to dynamic situation, ever-changing situation. Mm -hmm. So, if I am ready for it, of course, we are not ready for it, got to come. But at least, if we could take learning from what the situation is, where I do fit here, what is my purpose here to do. Mm -hmm. If I understand everything in a manner, I should be able to adapt myself to any kind of situations. And that's what defines my agility. So, if we go back to the
0: SX content, that situation, what you demonstrated, you call that as a yeah. I adapted to that situation because that's a dynamic situation. That's simple as that. So, you talked about adaptation plus there is purpose. There should be some purpose towards which you are adapting.
1: Yeah. The thing is, I should have given up there itself. I could stand there, complain that my cycle is not working and because of that reason, but that's not how life works Mm. so we should be able to see where I want to go because my purpose of going to London itself to complete the cycling Mm. marathon so if I'm unable to do that then what's what's the point Mm. so the cycling is not the problem if I have giving up it's me so I don't want to be a problem for myself
0: that's agility that's coaching how do you define it
1: bringing that mentality into people helping them to be whatever they want how do they want to achieve that's coaching them There are two things I would define coaching as, first thing is observation and feedback. Mm. Like when people come to you for any kind of help, first thing is you observe them as who they are. Because most people fall into judgment trap. Mm. Let's say if you would have come to me three months, I mean three years back and then said that I want to become a marathon runner. I mean as people who work together I would have laughed at you, Mm. right? And maybe thinking that I was a... I mean, more like a gym goer rather than a cyclist. If I wanted to go for a long distance, like, you would have laughed at me as well, mm. correct? So that's what it is. I mean, I mean, that's a friendly thing, it's okay. But when it comes to coaching professionally, when people come and tell you like that, if you are still laughing at people on a judgment fact, mm. you are doing something wrong. Coaching is merely an observation. Like you observe people on where do they stand, where do they want to go, currently what are they doing? Mm. You just give feedback on pers- perspective on whatever kind of perception that is going on in their mind like if i was able to take some learning in my life because i have changed because i was a person who used to always focus on the negative aspect of things like when why it failed like if you would have let me uh, uh, oh, a decade back if i would have gone to sx and i would have still stand, stood there complained about my cycle right. rather than to move forward right right so that mentality after learning coaching like it started inner journey in me so more or less most people doesn't Know how to look inside. Hmm. So if you could stand as a mirror, help people to get that perspective of how to look themselves up and then correct themselves up in a manner where they can move move back with proper feedback. That's what I'm saying.
0: So what I'm hearing is you, you you are just building a system for them to look within them. So you are of course you're observed, you're giving feedback, but that's not the main intent. intent is to build a system.
1: It's more or less goes to step by step. Right, first observation, second, the process where you build that mirror. Mm-hmm. Then once they started looking inwards, so there you stay stay there as again observer. You start giving feedback on what you observe again. Mm-hmm. So at every step, they course correct whenever they move on. Right.
0: Do you coach any cyclists?
1: A uh, couple of them, yes.
0: So uh, what's the difference that you see between coaching cyclists versus coaching, let's say, athletes?
1: Coming to profession-wise, it differs because I am being a cycle co- cycling coach, my way of approach on physical fitness, um, uh, seeing what mental block they have to move forward, it's more or less on the uh, different part, but when it comes to as a, let's say, an agile coach who works constantly with software developers on software development process, again it boils down to the process differently versus the mental block, again, it's, it's going to be the same.
0: So The underlying is. So, you're saying techniques may vary, but underlying
1: it's the same. See, irrespective of running coach, cycling coach, sports coach, or agile coach, more or less, what we are going to coach will vary, but coaching remains the same.
0: If you have to recall one biggest challenge or the difficult situation in your life as a coach, something that you can share. It's
1: mostly when we go beyond teams is where I face challenges because most of the time as a person who gels with people faster, I find easy to jump into any kind of team and then uh, making me accept them as one of their own. So, coaching makes life easier for them also, for me also. But when you go one level above and then, I mean not just one level, levels above, as we go up, getting buy-in for co-creation gets difficult. It's not just one organization that I have faced, I mean coming from wide varieties of organizations like I have work for startups, services, products, etc., many a time it's always challenging when you go levels and convincing people. Like why we have to even do this? Because people come with fixed mindset and then they have always fixated the way. They adapt. I mean, as we speak about agility, personal agility is missing when we go for people who have, like say, static mindset. They're always fixated on things and then they are ready, not ready to adapt to situation. As I told you, I mean uh, there is a level which my level of connect, right? My challenge is since you asked me. Mm-hmm. As I told you, working with similar kind of people, I mean group of people is easy for me. One to one challenge, one to one coaching is always a challenge for me because mm-hmm. sometimes I feel it difficult. I'm, I'm still a practicing coach. I'm not a, a, say done so long. I mean, but I would say I'm still practicing and. Challenges do keep coming in as in, as I already told you. I have to situations, so mm-hmm. I quickly learn from my mistakes. So, are you
0: saying the challenge is coaching people who are higher level or coaching them?
1: Coaching people on higher level one on one. If I am able to facilitate as a team, I should be able to take over, I mean, uh, I should be able to do a good job. I've done it, but taking them one on one and then asking them to imbibe agility in their lineup for difficult.
0: So, am I hearing that, you know, when you have to coach someone, you need to get under the same level, of whatever beliefs that you have, you need to get under the same level, for them to be coachable, then for you to coach. Um, so, that means if somebody is very humble, they have a community, they are on the top, they are
1: coachable. I mean, uh, I mean, as you defined coachable, if they are coachable, it's easy, as you say. Mm-hmm. So, being coachable makes our coaches life easy
0: you are also saying people are mostly coachable when uh, you are at the same level. Uh, people are willing to listen to what the other person has to say.
1: So, mm-hmm. it's more or less like this, right? Why am I saying the uh, uh, crowd at the bottom? which The teams. The developers are easy because they are They are dynamic. Their ability to, are uh, the willingness to learn is kind of there. Mm-hmm. But people, once they have accomplished at a level, they think that they know things. And the mentality to change to a newer thing or adapt to a newer thing is kind of, Takes a back seat. So not I'm not saying normally complaining.
0: But since you asked my challenges, so some people I have worked with find I found it difficult. So the personal agility would be missing at that place. Yeah. Describe your day in, in- integrating and uh, life and work. I mean I know all three of them are part of life. But if you were to integrate it, and if I were to look at your day, how does it look like
1: the day would be I mean my day starts early if I have to go for cycling because many of the days I don't just uh, go for cycling because I have usual day, ch- day challenges as well. If I have to go for minimum 75 to 80 kilometers per day, my day I have to start at 4 o'clock minimum. So I have to wake up early. If I have to wake up early, then I have to go back to bed on the previous day fast, earlier, much earlier. So wake up early, then preparation work, that takes half an hour, then probably leave for cycling, then come back in you know, 3-4 hours max. And uh, if you want to start your day early, and then probably if you have to take first half of the day for yourself, then probably you need your family support. Mm. Probably you are leaving your kids to school and things you have to right. work on. Your spouse has to support it as well. So probably that have you have to got it covered. So not all days you get that support, but at least on days that where day you have to challenge yourself, you need support. So first half of the day is done, then you have to come and get back, and your day will be brisk. Mm. Like till 4, 4.30 your day will go on brisk, but that's the next level. So when you work out in the morning that gives you enormous amount of energy to run so that my work day gets easier for me. I don't have to hog or slot anywhere. I don't get sleepy in the afternoon if I have to go for early morning running not. So I came Um Coming back is the evening work is the hardest part. So mm-hmm. after 4.35 you'll get... Okay. Yeah your energy levels start going down yeah so probably you may have to hit harder mm-hmm. but if you ask me how my work life goes on it's kind of more energetic i would say if i have to take the morning
0: workout mm-hmm. okay you um, you work in an organization that will have to um, what if i work in an organization where i have to be locked in 9 to 6 uh, if I want to integrate cycling, do you have any tips?
1: Yes, actually, because uh, uh, I have worked in organizations
0: like that where I have
1: taken up gymming. So, in that case, uh, even even now, right, uh, even though my flexibility is there, sometimes I cannot uh, uh, take up morning cycling because I may have to go meet a client or uh, uh, I have a morning calls and all. So, I, I may have to skip my cycling. So, that doesn't mean that I I don't go for cycling. I integrate into after office hours, which means I even go for cycling in the evening because I have 100 kilometer cycling. So possibly, you see what time fits you because even if you were to lock in a 9 to 6 uh, uh, workplace, sometimes you can still go an hour of gym or any activity that you can do, come back to work and then continue or perhaps you can start after offices also. Or if you are an early bird, you can still finish your morning
0: routine, uh, like workouts, then you can come to office. As well. What you are telling me is, instead of giving excuse of this is the work time that I have, so choose something that you want to do even if you hate. Right? So, pick up something that is that you are obsessed with. So you will find. That. Exactly. See, when you start complaining, you will you will find the uh, opportunities opening up for you. Saying, you know, if I'm complaining about, oh, I don't have time for doing this, then most probably you will picked up something that you don't like much. Exactly. Okay. Um, What aspirations do you have professionally as a coach? As a coach, my next level, I am thinking of moving to more like. A- person who works with organization in the uh,
1: institute, suggesting building an organization with uh, proper behavior approach in that. So I am studying organizational behavior and I am in the research field. So
0: I am working with the person who is studying the organization behavior That's the topic behavior So, okay.
1: so really something that, that was
0: challenging thing. is what you picked up as next. Level so, level. just like I told you, I mean, the
1: Scrum Master was uh, my first level career and that led me to become an agile coach, next. so probably I am, I want to see what's next, working with the top level executives
0: and such. Okay. What are the aspirations in your cycling
1: life? Cycling is quite easy. <laughs> so uh, uh, I have done 220 kilometers uh, so far, uh, that's my, uh, I would say, the best stuff, best. So next time, I'm challenging myself to 150 miles. That's close to 240 plus kilometers. If
0: I was, if I'm able to do that, then I am quite challenged that
1: my next would be three. I mean, 200 minutes.
0: Okay, let me challenge you. On the, on air. So you need to go from Manali to Leh, which is I think around 400 kilometers. I'd like you to pick it up as a challenge, whenever you can. Sure, I will. Yeah.
1: First, I am planning to come to office from my home. <laughs> so that would be which my is, first challenge, three
0: Maybe, 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 maybe in the next I will finish that first, then yes, then I am ready for it. Okay, so here is another curious question Your consistency is missing in You do. You do, uh, you put in your whole heart out. But I don't see uh, that is consistent over a period of time. Is that a strategic thing or something else?
1: Sometimes, I guess I, I told you, life brand is to come up as well. Yes, we may not choose what we want to do mm. sometimes we have to give it up for uh, like our kids and spouses and we may have to sometimes sacrifice things so that way if i have to spend time on work plus family my cycling takes control mm. so i compensate sometimes by taking up gym mm. so i work out as much as i can too, so that i can prepare my life my coach. if
0: you have to give one word of advice to aspiring coaches not necessarily mm. agility aspiring coaches what would be
1: Aspiring coaches, first thing I would say is work inwards. So rather than starting to say that I want to help people, you, you must help yourselves. Without yeah. helping yourself, you cannot help anybody else. So it's a residual thing that holds you back always. So you have to clear those residues out, whatever
0: is holding yourself back. So work inwards.
1: By helping yourself, you are automatically helping others.
0: So that's a great advice. What are the words of advice for cyclists?
1: As As bike. Bike. Get on the cycle first I would say, most people want to be a cyclist but they don't want to wake up in the morning. So find some time in the evening, or uh, whenever you find fit, even for lunch time, if you could go for an half an hour cycle and come back, it's up to you. But get on the cycle,
0: can, but just by sitting in home you cannot be a cyclist. Bump on the saddle, always. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so thank you very much for uh, enlightening us with your insights. If people want to reach out to you, uh, where can they reach out to you?
1: Um, they can reach any of my social handles or you can just mail me to make a link
0: So We will leave them in the show notes, everybody. Thank you. Thank Thanks you, Sakisha.